hail our fair Riverdale. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus segment of the Riverdale Register. Amazing. I know. So good. Um, my name is Caitlin. My name is John. And with us today is, and this is when you would say your name. Hi, I'm Refinery29 TV writer Ariana Romero. Hey, guys. So Hi. as I feel like I actually don't talk about that much over the podcast, mostly just because we already have so much to talk about <laughs> between um, everything on Riverdale, um, I work for Refinery29. Ariana is our TV writer. She is amazing, and she is probably <laughs> one of the only people at work I feel like I can actually talk about the nitty-gritty of the craziness of Riverdale with. So we are really lucky that Am you... Am I not enough for you? Yeah, no. Well, you're not around during the day. You sleep during the day. Not anymore. Like, not anymore. John used to work night shifts, and now he is working normal human hours. So, I know. Yeah. Sorry. So I talk about Riverdale with you at odd hours of the day. <laughs> Ariana can Skype, or I can Slack whenever... Whenever the mood strikes. Mm-hmm. Literally slack me at all times about Riverdale. That's all I want. Exactly. That's, that's all anybody needs. Exactly. And so Ariane had a really awesome opportunity to actually go on set for the Riverdale musical episode. So she could write uh, a couple of amazing pieces that you guys should all read on refinery29.com. Maybe we can link them in the we'll show notes. Absolutely okay. do that. And we'll probably awesome. tweet those out too. Yeah. So. Being like blood. Exactly. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. So I guess maybe obviously you're a Riverdale fan, but can we talk about how the set visit came to be and what, what that was like for you getting the opportunity at first to do it and what your plans were when you went to the set and just, you know, yeah, um, I would say I'm pretty sure you're the one who told me about the musical episode first. I think you got the <gasps> yes. press release, amazing. Right? Yeah, you got me. You sent me the press release, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened!" <laughs> as soon as I got to work the next day, I asked my editor. I was like, "Can I try to do a set visit? I need to try to do a set visit. I'll die if I don't do a set visit." She was like, "You need to breathe." <laughs> <laughs> passed out or the whole thing everyone's very concerned yeah and I was just like frothing at the mouth just yelling Carrie (laughs) which is such a good musical I never knew I always heard like bad things about it but it's amazing like I love it the songs are really good so good great so um I again frothed at the mouth but this time at the CW and I was like I love Riverdale, send me. And they were like, again, calm down. And uh, it was kind of like a back and forth of me being like, you're doing a set visit, I really want to go. Some other TV journalists I follow on Twitter, I saw that they were doing a set visit and I didn't get an email and I was very angry and jealous. And then um, about a week after I saw other people doing their set visit, the CW got back to me and was like, hey, we're actually doing one, if you want to go. And I was like, I'm can I'm canceling plans. I'm doing all this stuff. I was I was so dedicated to going, and I had already had plans because they hadn't gotten back to me. So I was like, "Oh, I'm going to go to Maryland this weekend." Then the CW was like, "Want to go to Vancouver?" And I was like, "Yes, screw Maryland, going okay. to Canada." So I literally went to Maryland for a weekend. My friend drove me back on Sunday. I went home to Staten Island for an hour. My dad <laughs> drove me to Newark Airport, and I was in Vancouver by 9 p.m. Oh, my God. So you, like, you really, like, time-checked that really well. Yeah. Like, one little yeah. thing that went wrong, and suddenly, like, all your plans would be up in the air. 
literally, but I did all of it. It was, it was a lot of fun just getting to being that dedicated to going. I love it. Oh my God. You're such better at planning than I am with this. Oh no. I tried not to go to Maryland and my friend was like, I bought wine. And I was like, fine. You bought wine. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, she did buy wine. Um, Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I mean, we can't, we can't, I can't say no. I have to say no three hours. So just speaking of like Maryland and Vancouver, um, can we please talk about the thing that you showed me speaking of States and Riverdale? Yes. Uh, yeah. Please just explain it because I wrote the article, but I credited you in the article, but I want you to have like full credit for this. Cause it is hilarious and amazing. So I, I watched the, I watch everything with like an obsessive eye to detail. Cause I'd never know what's going to be a story until I do that. And I like, KJ Archie is like singing on the way to the car and then they show the firebird from the back and I'm like oh this is finally how we're gonna find out what you know what um state they're in and then instead of any state it's like Riverdale and it says the sugar maple state which means <laughs> that Riverdale is a state Riverdale's a state it's the only answer oh my god does it border Springfield who knows I guess at this point does it does it border Twin Peaks probably <laughs> It's nowhere and everywhere. It's a quantum state. Exactly. And now we know, and I I feel better knowing that. Knowing is half the battle. Exactly. So who did you, what was the set visit like? Did you do a lot of interviews? I remember I did a set visit once for Pretty Little Liars, and they had me, um, not for Refinery, but they had me in the mental institution set, like, all day. And so I was just sitting there, and, like, people would come to me, and I thought that was, like, hilarious and very fun. But, like, what was your day like or your days like when you were there? I was I was there for one day only. It was a very quick, fast trip. It was also the, the day after the Super Bowl, fun fact. Cool. Um, so I was on a plane as the Super Bowl was happening. That's how um, I like to spend my Super Bowl. I I cannot with sports. I'm I mean, sorry. You were more excited for the, uh, for the This Is Us episode. I was. The Super, the Super Bowl. That's what I was yeah. telling it. That, that I watched. Yes, right, obviously. It was a great Super Bowl, so, guys. It was. Very sad. The day was, we got up super duper early. Like, I think call time was like 6 a.m. or something like that. Oh, no. Yeah, it was very early. Again, I was very dedicated to being there 6 a.m. call time or no. And we were in a community center, like a real life like place instead of a set, which was interesting. Cool. Because I hadn't done that yet. And it was just like a day of interviews. Just usually they do it as a round table, which isn't that great. Or they make, well, it's fine. It's always fine. You know, you get to be there, but, um, they were really good to us. Cause it was only me, one other print journalist. And, um, I think some, a lot of video people, I guess. Oh, cool. So okay. Kind of in their own corners. So I had my own room and people would just like summon to me and then we'd talk for a while. So it was like a long day of a lot of interviews. I talked to um, Casey, I talked to Shannon, Lily, Cami, Vanessa, and uh, Hot Sheriff. Hot Sheriff. Hot Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff yeah. Keller. Sheriff, yeah. pretty sure he's a Right, right. But the killer. actor's name is Hot Sheriff. Hot Sheriff, so. right. So yeah, she's trying to be polite. All legal documents, however, it's Sheriff, comma, hot. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> right, of course, always. So who is the most, I mean, obviously, like, through our line of work, we watch so many interviews and everything, but who were you most surprised is, like, the most different from their character when you were interviewing them? I think it's, um, it's either Lily or Casey. In good oh, ways, simple. Um, Cami is exactly like almost everyone is exactly how you expect, except I think, yeah, Casey's just like, yeah, it, 
I'm trying to figure out how to describe it, but I'll go with Lily first. Lily is not so like goody goody perfect, like also or as aggressive. She's just very laid back, very cool, just like a good conversationalist in a way that I feel like Betty usually pesters people and talks <laughs> at them. <laughs> right, totally. Uh, Lily's not like that. It's a delight. And uh, yeah, Casey was just like really fun to talk to, and I was like, it was he had like the blue suit on. It was a surprise. <laughs> Was it weird to hear KJ's real accent? But yeah, KJ uh, wasn't able to do interviews, so that was that was the saddest part of the trip. But I did get to see Cole. He walked by. Oh, yes, very much taller than I think anybody I've spoken to expects. That's so funny. I I imagine he's short, but I also imagine all male celebrities are short. Yeah, because I feel like it's like I've never met a male celebrity in an interview that I was like. Wow, they're like so much taller than I've expected. I have met a lot of women where I was like, yeah. oh, but I think that's the Hollywood industrial complex trying to make men seem taller and women seem shorter. A lot of boxes. The box industry in Hollywood is huge. Yeah, totally. For real. Well, Cole is actually much, he's the exception to the rule. Nice. So we have to talk about the black hood in the room. Um, well, we usually do this thing actually on the podcast called um, the rumor mill. And so, I mean, we talk about theories, like, all the time at work, but what is your current theory after seeing the musical episode? Okay, well, I believe that the person who killed Midge, and we know she's dead because there's the funeral preview after the episode. Yeah, that put me at ease, actually, because I was worried she'd be in the hospital and be like, ah, I was so close Ah. again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, keep just escaping. But um, I do think it's a copycat killer. I really don't believe the Black Hood cares enough about Riverdale High School music <laughs> to, you know, go about that. I also do believe that the last Black Hood was probably um, Clifford's twin, Claudia. That's yes. That's your sin for me. That's my you new That's your new thing. Oh, great. Yes. I have a new theory like every episode, but yeah. New Hill I'm dying on. That's what makes Claudia. this segment so good. Exactly. Yes. I 100% agree with you with you on that. You've convinced me, especially since, you know, the only other person could have been um, Chick. And, yeah. it, and Archie saw Chick, felt no, like, deep PTSD. So, <laughs> off the list. Archie has yeah. yet to see Chick Claudia. is a third the size of the I black know. hood Chick, he saw. Chick seems very small. Um, he's a very boy. slight, like he's a model, he's a, like in his free yeah. time. So yeah, doesn't really seem like the big like unless he was wearing like a coat on top of a coat. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of fat like, suit and, stuff to or a muscle jacket. suit. Uh, did you get to see them film anything when you were on the set, or was it just interviews? It was a pretty tight set, apparently, despite the fact that they were in a real life theater. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to see anything. But we, it, it was the way it was set up. Essentially, was we were upstairs in the center, and they were downstairs. So you could look down to see everyone on their downtime when they weren't filming. So it was just literally like fifty to at least fifty at minimum people in period costumes, just like walking around, like eating food. That's kind of cool. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a time traveling situation. Yeah. And when you were when you were talking to them, were you supposed to stick to stuff about this specific episode, or were you allowed to ask about all of Riverdale? Um, it was if you, it was basically talk about the musical episode. If you have time, ask other questions. All right, then my main question then is who was who seemed most excited about doing a musical episode? 
literally everyone except for Lily, I think, because Lily was like, I don't, I don't really like singing or no, she doesn't like dancing. She's not comfortable dancing. Oh my God. Same. (laughs) I took a cardio dance class once and it was like the most humiliating day of my, like I like dancing. Like if I go out, like that's fun for me. John knows I love that. Always trying to drag him out. But no, oh my God, that sounds horrible and so stressful. But everyone was kind of excited to like sing. They were basically like, this has been really hard. It's been a quick turnaround of like learning everything, going in the booth, like filming. But we're all so passionate about this. Like, it's amazing. We don't care. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do another one next year. They're only sophomores. Has any show ever done two musical episodes? Well, you watched The Flash, right? Yeah. Didn't they do more than I that? I hope not. Uh, no, they did one, and it wasn't good. Oh. But Darren Chris was in it. Yes. Oh, yeah, he was. He doesn't what? have bad He things. wasn't the problem. I know, but he, he only does good things. I still stand by that Glee was good. <laughs> Try to remember if there's at least two in, like, the Berlangiverse. I feel like, like, some I total. I think there is. Not among the superhero shows. Really? There's only one? I could have sworn there was like a musical Supergirl episode. A musical episode. Supergirl crossed over into the Flash for the musical episode. Okay, that's confusing, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about your confusion. It's starting somehow in Supergirl, but I don't remember why. Yeah, because Darren Chris pops up the end of an episode of Supergirl and like takes her away into the musical world. That's amazing. And then jumps over to the Flash in the next the next night. Is this show like very campy? Which show? Supergirl. Yes. Oh, okay. She fought CG uh, monkeys in the last episode. Honestly, amazing. She was on Glee as well. Robot monkeys. What? Every I, so many people I, were on Glee I, from I the know. Super. I'm spending too much time on Riverdale for anything. <laughs> right, I know. Uh, the, all the CW superhero stuff is a chore because they're all connected. You got to like watch them in a specific order. Yeah. Stuff. See, that would that would kind of be hard. Mm-hmm. And then you have to care about Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, no, that's the best one. That's what everyone's saying. Like every, It's so funny because there's so many conversations that I have that I overhear, which sounds weird, yeah. but overhear a lot of conversations it's where one drunk. person is like, oh, but then we got to watch Legends of Tomorrow. And then the other person is always like, that's the best one. So Maybe this season, Maybe they, this. <laughs> because time travel is weird, uh, this kind of Elmo Furby knockoff called a Bebo winds up back <laughs> in time when the Vikings first get to America. And it's programmed to say things like Bebo hungry and Bebo want hugs. <laughs> oh, Furbies are so and, scary. And the Vikings take this to be some kind of god that wants them. Every time it says Bebo hungry, they're like, we must conquer more for Bebo. And, <laughs> and the idea is that if the legends don't get this thing out of there, uh, the Vikings take over the country and there is no America. It's instead like new Viking whatever. So they do that. They stop this thing. But then in the season finale, they're using these like super gems to make a to make a powerful guardian to stop this evil demon thing uh-huh. and they make a giant bebo so you have this amazing cg action set piece where a big furby thing is beating up an actual demon from hell and it's incredible so this is a show yeah. the best show okay. in the world it's incredible the first season uh it takes itself very seriously and then they learn after that that it's actually a comedy and then seasons two and three are delightful yeah i was gonna say i don't know the I'm serious looking this up <laughs> understand okay so god of war scene and i'm into it okay let's think of riverdale fun question so i think that i'm gonna just bring ariana into our fun little segments okay okay so 
Every week we decide on a prom king, prom queen, and then somebody to throw under the bus, like Mean Girl style. Mm -hmm. Um, And a chaperone. And chaperone. Oh my god, I almost forgot. So... I guess we could do the musical episode, but, like, also I'm kind of interested in, like, the season as a whole up to this point, because this is obviously a turning point. Yeah. So, Ariana, what is your prom queen for this <laughs> half season, or three quarters of a season? Two thirds, three quarters, Two thirds, yeah. I don't know, math, whatever. Uh, we're going to go Cheryl. Yeah. Really? 100%. Oh. It'd be, a, like, a Choni, like, duo. Always, Yes. Yeah. Tony I would rather give it to Tony than Cheryl myself really? for Why this season. Why don't you love Cheryl? Because Why I don't, don't know who she's going to be on any given week. That's what I love about her. She's She doesn't she's know who she's going to be on any given week. She's yeah. 16. That's yeah. a good point. We're going to always say that now. But she's a TV character. I know. A 16-year-old <laughs> TV character. Let her change. Let her be free. John has issues with the Cheryl of it all. Cheryl running around her house covered in blood. Where did she get a candelabra? I don't know. Where did she get a bucket of blood? (laughs) Well, didn't she get that from Carrie? Did she? (laughs) I don't know. That's what I I hoped, actually. I don't know, but maybe. Yeah, it's just, I really, when you think about, like, the most memorable parts of this season, I feel like it's a lot of her. It's like, it's not today, Cha-Cha. It's the blood scene. (laughs) It's her in the bathing suit when we can all assume it's winter. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. It, there's, uh, it's her escaping the the evil nunnery. I, I, yeah, I just love... Whenever I pitch, I always just want to write about Cheryl's stuff. That's true. There's really... This season has been very Cheryl-focused in, like, an interesting way. So I feel like last season... the Which is end weird, because a season-long arc last season should have been more focused on, on her. Cheryl because it was her brother's death. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I was wondering? I was wondering if they didn't have the guy speak because if they had him speak, he would have had to be like a different, um, but they didn't have Jason Blossom like physically speak because he would have been like a different thing for like SAG if he spoke. That's probably oh, not yeah. why. But, like, I was wondering about that. I like to think the actor had, like, a super high-pitched voice that would have just been really distracting. <laughs> Trevor Steins, I don't think you listen to this. In fact, I'm almost positive you don't. But we would love to have you on this podcast. Know what your voice sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. If you're... To give your voice the platform it never got over 13 episodes of Riverdale. Do you think that it's, like, the silent... Is like, the silent film? Like, is that what your idea is? Like, the um, singing in the rain situation? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. More likely it was an artistic choice, though. Yeah. Most Riverdale things are artistic choices. Oh, I'm sure it was an artistic yeah, choice. Yeah, like Cheryl changing every episode. Exactly. It's a decision, John. Does uh-huh. it make you feel better if it's a decision? No. Okay, so that's prom queen, prom king. Mm. As long as you don't say Archie, I'll be happy. As long as you don't say Jughead, I'll be happy. Okay, let's let's make a good choice here. <laughs> <laughs> Just half of the boys you're not allowed to say, unfortunately. So I have to choose out of every other secondary character. Well, if you, if you can make a case for Archie or Jughead, please do. It's okay to make it's us okay angry. To, yeah. No, it's fine. We won't cut it out and replace it with our own audio. <laughs> Isn't Fred Andrews just having to deal with Archie? Is that the answer? Well, he is the chaperone, I Yeah, think. we like to put yeah. the parents in a separate category. Okay. So out of the teens... And I want to say chick is always an option on this chick podcast. Not, chick is not the answer here. Thank you. 
I don't uh, like Jake. I understand he's not you. a murderer, but I don't like him. Yes. So I don't. I think I, I'm like between liking Chick because I like Chick and liking Chick because it makes John so mad. And I'm not sure which one I actually feel anymore. I think I do. Yeah. So I don't think there's like like a great guy on Riverdale. Like like you know. Uh, yeah, there's no great guy. I bring Joaquin back. That's yes. My thank you. Oh, yes. I love Joaquin. I love Joaquin. Episode. That's it. Oh, I just thought that like Joaquin. It's so funny. I kept like tweeting (laughs) about Joaquin to the point where the actor is aware of Caitlin now. (laughs) So sorry, like (laughs) Rob. I apologize if it got weird. I don't think it actually got weird. The episode Kevin gets a new boyfriend. We should actually try to see if we can get. Uh, the Joaquin's like, actor on our show. How to see if he, if uh, how he feels? I'm sure he like lives here. Well, or something. Thing is, nobody knows. It's so sad. Which again leads to like another weird Riverdale question slash. There's a lot going on, um, which leads to another Riverdale like question theory thing of like what's going on between Fang, Midge, and Moose before she dies. Yes. Okay. So are. Th- Okay, so here, somebody, I think it was Benji, tweeted at me that he thought that maybe Moose had something to do with it, like killed Midge because of Fang. But I was like, if Moose is killing Midge over jealousy, that makes him, like, such a hypocrite. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I thought Fang's was gay, but I don't know why I thought that. I have a theory that I'm going to mention in our, in our rumor mill proper, but that... The um, the black hood who actually murders Midge is separate than separate from the notes that everyone has been receiving all episode. Yes, and that was Midge making a play for the carry role, oh, and 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 Fangs found out, uh, and then the actual black hood shows up and you, murders Midge. You think Midge made the play for the the carry role, but Ethel didn't? Yes. Okay. I, I believe think Ethel actually has a vision board. Oh, Ariana, yeah. you want to say what? I mean, it's already on the internet, but what uh, Shannon Purser told you in the interview that like clears some stuff up about Ethel, possibly. Yes. Should I say it now? Yeah, yeah you can say it now. Um, basically, Shannon both said that um, Ethel does snap. But she's not murdering people specifically. That's what she said. At least and with she, an axe. Oh, <laughs> she she specified okay. an axe. Yeah, she's like she doesn't get an axe. And then um, secondly, she's like a lot of people think I'm the black hood, but I'm not. Interesting. Well, so I guess said. that solves that. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. Actors never lie in interviews. Never. They've never lied never. to me. Whole life. Yeah. Or I mean, I feel like a lot of times, like anytime I've read a spoiler or I've received spoilers. Um, and it's been inaccurate. I do wonder how much the actors know because I yeah. don't think that they're informed about everything. I think or, everybody always assumes that they yeah, are. Yeah, no, it's the writers are the ones who like actually know all this stuff and are sometimes yeah. keeping stuff from actors. But yeah, sometimes they don't even know because you break something in a room and you think that's the direction you're going, and then suddenly Svenson is the black hood. So. My favorite example of this I is um. That kid Tom Holland who plays Spider Man now, yes, they, won't, they won't give him full scripts because he is he will just spoil anything at any time. So they, like keep stuff specifically from him that's on Marvel hilarious. productions. That's so funny. He seems like that in the movie. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's so cute. That's He's very so cute. Um, on brand for him. Mm-hmm. He's British, right? Yes. So very weird. British. 
It's weird. Okay, so we still got to find out who your prom king is, and then we can move on to chaperone. I think I don't have a prom king, and it's going to Tony, so. Okay. Tony's prom king. I'm fine with this. Sure. That's amazing. I love it. Cool. And then chaperone, I feel like Fred Andrews. Yeah, who is your chaperone, and why is it Fred? It's 100% Fred. Like, he has to deal with Archie. He deserves an award. (laughs) Did you read that article about how Archie is a fascist? Oh, my God. It's amazing. That's like our... Your son becomes a mobster. Yeah. And you have to be okay with it. You're like, fine, be a teen mobster. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Sweet At baby a certain Archie. point, he just can't keep up. No. Your son's like, I'm busy being a teen mobster, so I can't come to your big important thing. <laughs> Fine. Go put on a hood, blow up a car, and intimidate a bunch of mobsters. Fine. I don't need anything. I mean, this I is why Mary why. moved. This is why she got out yeah, of that town. Yeah, of course that's why Mary moved. She's like, this town is so dramatic. I gotta get out of here. My, my theory is that Mary has, like, a really, really hot boyfriend in Chicago who's, like, younger and, like, just, like, very sexy. And that's what she goes back for. A little bit ethnic. For. A little bit ethnic, but we're not really sure what. Like, he has like, family like, in Spain, like, not necessarily Spanish. Yeah. Like, very exciting. Yeah, I agree. That is my headcanon for her, and I believe it's real. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, so we got chaperone. Is Who that, would you oh, throw under the bus? This is the most fun one. It's Hal always, Cooper? Hal Cooper is the worst person in the world. That's so funny. I feel like a lot of people say that, and they're not wrong, but I don't hate him so much. Like, I do hate yeah, him. Yeah, because he just had a good episode. I do hate him, but I don't hate him in the way that I think fuels, like, my passion. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I don't hate him passionately. I just kind of, like, hate him. Well, I hate that he got to come back home and yeah, we're going to do a Cooper family cutesy. Like, that's unnecessary. Like, she has FP, who looks yeah. better and better by the day. Every day of his life, it's just like, it's like a fine wine. <laughs> and to be fair, he was working, Alice. Like, FP was at his restaurant job. You don't yeah. have your, like, pseudo-girlfriend come in at your restaurant job and, like, stir shit up. If they did that when I was working at an ice cream place, like, people would be mad. Like, it would yeah. be upsetting. Archie would definitely allow anyone to do that, though. He'd be like, it's fine. I don't care. Oh. Archie would quit his job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If Veronica Hammond's like, hey, I want you right now. I'd be like, all right, that's it. Just Un- unless Hiram. <laughs> unless Hiram asks for it, because he, he really loves Hiram. Yeah, I'm convinced. Yeah. It's yeah. a weird dynamic. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. Mark Lewis <laughs> is very good looking, but it's a weird dynamic. Okay. I don't know what's happening there. I'm Especially excited. considering how they met, where Hiram was obsessed with, like, physically dominating him. Yeah, that was weird. Physically dominated him, and then Archie was like, I'll do whatever you say. So that works, yeah. like, with dogs. Like, they say to do that with dogs and wolves and stuff, and I mean, it I works. feel like Archie is, is, a, is a puppy. Like, Do you think, now here's my headcanon, that Vegas and Archie, in a previous, like... In a, like before Riverdale started, that Vegas the dog and Archie were in like a body switching movie <laughs> that just stuck, and then and that was actually the prequel of Riverdale. That's how Archie that got fit. Funny. He had a dog brain that was just like, move, do stuff, let's go, music, poems. Oh, this is what happened. Oh my god. I know. I think we saw. And that's why he's so concerned about Vegas all the time. He's like the real Archie's in here somewhere. <laughs> that poor sad boy. Oh my god. He loves Betty. I don't. 
That's so weird. Yes, guys, this is the only thing that makes sense. I love this idea. I know. Like, I'm writing this. Everything. Writing the spec script version of it. If you wrote a sexy teen drama and then revealed in the finale of the first season that one character has secretly been a dog in a human's body the entire time, that would be incredible. Oh my god. What a pitch. But you know, some fan out there would have guessed it by episode three. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And I would have been that fan. <laughs> and wrote a whole article about it on Refinery29. I know. Oh, yeah. I would write that article. That's, that sounds like something I would do. You have complete permission to take this theory and just run with it. Is Archie secretly a dog? <laughs> well, I like just sometimes pitching the most outlandish, the most outlandish theories, but sometimes they come true. It's the best part. Sometimes they come true, so it's like... She pitched that Hiram wanted to build a theme park called Hiram Land, and in a way, she was right. I was right. In a way, he literally is. Like, when he said, like, you know what he told them, like, what his final plan was? He was like, I'm here to build A, and I was like, theme park, theme park, theme park, park, park. prison, damn it. (laughs) In a theme park? I mean, for Hiram, I believe a prison is a theme park. Yes. That's true. It's his idea of a theme park. What yeah, like an insidious thing to build, but, like, I feel like people don't... Like, I feel like some people will be like, oh, my God, this is, like, the most evil thing in the world. And then other people will be like, I don't really get it. And I'm like, no, mass incarceration. It's a problem. Go watch a documentary. Like, it's a real problem in America. So Hiram's very, very evil. But a theme park would have been way more fun. Yeah. I would have liked that a little more, I think. So that's fine. But I'm here to review the show that we do have and not the one that we didn't <laughs> that's get. That's right. That's right. I keep having to remind myself. Of I that. Oh, every day. I, I really think you need to write the spec script that involves both Hiram Land and Archie the dog. Can, can it's we, a prequel. I think that makes sense. We, we should write our own teen drama with an actual Hiram Land and an Archie the dog. I know. It'll be great. It'll be really good. Just a silly, a silly version. I would say a silly version of Riverdale, but that's just Archie comics. Right, that's a good point, also, actually. Riverdale sometimes. And also sometimes Riverdale. Yeah. But we do love it. We're oh, here for it. I, like it. I always say it's the hill I'm going to die on. Which one? What? The, the show's great? Riverdale, that's show. Whenever people are like, I don't like it anymore. Only season one was good. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're just this here to great. keep watching it until all of our theories come true. I mean, I started a podcast, so I'm pretty committed to the show at this point. Yeah, exactly. So, this yeah. Is who you now. Ride or die, Riverdale. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's how I feel. That's how I live my life. So anyway, Ariana, we know you have a birthday party. So is there any Riverdale-related thing that you want to end our segment on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let me think. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I have a question then. Um, yeah. Betty or Veronica for Archie? I feel like this is maybe obvious now. But I don't know. Like, maybe not. I mean, if we have to choose, I don't think he's allowed to leave Veronica ever now. Because <laughs> True. Of, because of Rich Dad. Rich Dad's morning? not going to let him out of that one. Hiram goes back to jail, right? Eventually. <laughs> That's got to happen. Except for as I, I wrote, Riverdale is kind of laying the steps for a, a Veronica-Chuck uh, Clayton romance. I, I noticed something this episode, too. 
Yeah. I like it. I wrote a thousand words about it. I better like it. <laughs> I think that Chuck Clayton, the actor, is just so likable. He must be so great that they were like, well, can't be a villain anymore. He's so sweet. Like when his like this is gonna sound weird, but like when he his face rests, like when he's not saying something fucking evil. Like yeah. he, he's just like I'm like oh my god like he just seems so nice. He has resting nice face. Like I feel like my mom would be like what? oh my god like why can't, like why, why can't I have resting nice friends, face? Be friends with somebody like that. Nice boy yeah. like in high school. Um, um, he was he's just I so sweet seeming. Him during when I was up there, but I guess I didn't want to like tip their hand of how important Chuck's gonna be. I uh, kept him a secret. Aww. Yeah, well, Chuck but, can't have nice yeah. things. I think maybe, you know, that is that might become a thing, maybe. That would be cool. It'd be fun. That'd I be mean cool. on these kinds of shows, couples can't stay together for more than a season, so we are coming towards an inevitable issue for Archie and Veronica. That's true actually. She's right. She's right. Even though it's only like months, like a season is like not that long. In yeah. this universe? Yeah, but in high school, how long do relationships actually last? So are we abandoning the Josie Chuck Clayton ship? Dude, I, I mean, don't know. He he flirted with Josie. Reggie flirted with Josie. Just give I, Josie a, a, a love interest. She like anything. I know. Yeah, she has nothing anymore. Her band's gone. Her band is on Altered Carbon. Her mom's not. Yeah, her band's <laughs> on Altered Carbon. Her mom's the mayor. Or not, not the, mayor. the mayor. Her mom's a lawyer. She, she's serious. not even angry at Cheryl anymore. No. She's nothing. Poor, she deserves something. Yeah. What if she just sang more? Or Who's, and. Who was the hot guy from the from the movie from Josie and the Pussycats the movie? Nolan from Revenge. No, but the character's name. Like, put that character in here. Yeah, I don't know. He was like the friend, but like, I don't think that Jesse needs like a male best friend to just show up at this point. Like, I don't yeah. think we need like. Oh, I was here the whole time. I was always <laughs> filming your performances. You never yeah. talked no, to no, me. No, no, they can introduce him as a new Tom, character. Even the Tom guy. <laughs> Is his name Tom? That sounds no, right. That up, but it could be Tom. Let's look. I feel like his name was quirkier than Tom. Yeah, like, it's it not ridiculous like, enough. This is this is Riverdale we're talking. It was about. like Quinn or something. Quinn the boy. Like I don't know. It Quinn, wasn't Quinn. Quinn the boy. <laughs> that was his full name. Finn the human. His name's Alan. Oh, Alan. That's very different, actually. That's like an adult man's name. Yeah, that's an accountant's name. I don't think I've actually met. An Alan my age. I was thinking about that. Like, I don't... There's some names that are just not... You're right. Like, do you know an Alan? I don't know a single Alan. We're gonna be like, we have a friend named Alan that we <laughs> obviously know. Oh, shit. Alan just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have an Alan. I don't... Yeah. No, when you turn 40, you'll meet roughly 50 Alans. Like, <laughs> Which is so weird, because they'll also be 40. So, like, where yep. were they hiding? <laughs> Where they have they to hide in an underground bunker until they they reach middle age. Yeah. Oh my god, that's kind of scary. That's a good yeah. sci-fi TV show. Weird one, but yeah. I would watch it. 100%. But yeah, so I believe that's coming up. Uh, somebody, Shannon Purser, like Ethel just deserves something that's not, you know, being almost murdered, being accused of a murder, you know. Being slut-shamed. Yeah, she deserves just like a night, one nice day. Aww, I feel like it's gonna happen, and then she's gonna be murdered. And then she's—I mean, she maybe she'll have a nice day on Rise, you know? Will she? Yeah. I don't know know what's that show. I mean, I can't even talk about it. I can't. I can't go there. Um, It's a show. It it exists. It's It's on TV. It's on NBC. I know. 
It's a show. It's unquestionably on top. It is. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about Which it. Which is more than some yeah. shows can say. That's so true. Uh, yes, I know that. So, so yeah. So I think that's it for us. Well, for, for you. For you. Like, we would love to we have, have you forever. We have work to do. We would love to have you on forever. So we always have this saying over and out, River Vixens. Would you say it this time? Oh, my God. Such an honor. Also, yeah. thank you for having me. This was so fun. Oh, my God. Thank it's you. It's our pleasure. Thank you for being here. Okay. Uh, over and out, River Vixens. <laughs>